Now that this week in history is history, it's time to sit back, relax, and relive the week that was in U.S. history class. Coming to you live from 185, Mr. Palumbo is ready to take you on a journey into the past to understand the present and change the future. This is Pushcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pushcast. Uh, this episode is uh, specifically for those folks that, uh, again, are taking the midterm on uh, Wednesday the 23rd. Uh, the previous couple episodes uh, that are uh, listed there, if you haven't listened to those yet, uh, certainly go ahead and um, you'll listen to those sometime between now and Wednesday. Um, those are going to help you with just overall content, you know, covers every single thing, uh, really, that we've covered from, from September up until currently. Um, it's meant to go along with the midterm uh, review sheet that we got on Thursday. So you can keep that right next to you um, and listen along with it and, you know, take notes. Uh, but this episode here um, is for uh, the essay portion. On the back of that uh, review sheet, you have the actual essay question. Uh, this is the DBQ that was from the January 2012 Regents exam. Um, this is the one that you guys are going to get for the midterm. Uh, this one corresponds really well with uh, what we covered uh, up until recently in class. Um, you know, so if you remember those things and you have your notes uh, handy, um, you can, you know, have five days uh, advance notice here to um, really jot down some notes and some thoughts and, and plan this thing out. So uh, you can come in on Wednesday um, and do a really great job with it. Um, so what I want to do here is is, is to give you, uh, the people that, uh, you know, log on to listen, um, a little bit extra. Um, so I have the uh, the question here in front of me, um, and I'm just going to talk to you a little bit about, you know, what are some things you should include, how you should set it up, outside info, um, other facts and details to pay attention to, um, and things that, um, you know, myself grading this one or, um, you know, someone grading a Regents exam uh, would want to see in your writing. Uh, so this question specifically, um, it starts with the historical context. It tells us that between 1800 and 1860, uh, economic, social, and political factors contributed to the development of sectional differences between the North and the South. Um, so the key of this essay here um, is talking about those differences between the North and the South. And the vocab term for that is sectionalism. Um, the, the statement goes on to say that these differences included how best to expand the United States economically, the extension of slavery into the territories, and the relationship between the states and the federal government. And that these differences lay the groundwork for the Civil War. Um, so there's a lot to unpack there. Um, so it's about the differences between North and South, uh, the feelings of North towards South and South towards North, um, and also the extension and expansion of the United States moving West, uh, which was our previous unit, Westward Expansion in Manifest Destiny. Um, in the Regents, folks, and, and in the grading rubrics, you know, you really get uh, a lot of um, you know, extra credit and consideration when you're able to connect uh, different units together. You're not just writing about slavery before the Civil War. Uh, so we're going to show how you can incorporate things from the colonial era, westward expansion, um, and, and this issue of uh, slavery before the Civil War. The task itself, the dot, there's only one dot for this one, uh, so kind of unique. Um, and and uh, we'll talk about how, um, how you can still set up and organize your essay. Uh, generally, those dots, you have two or three of them usually, and those um, usually dictate uh, your number of body paragraphs you're going to have. 
Um, but here there's only one. Um, so there's a couple different uh, ways you can go to set this up. Um, looking at that dot, it asks you to discuss the economic, political, and or social differences between North and South that led to the Civil War. So one key thing there, it's bolded for you, um, and the Regents folks put this on a lot of their tasks, is the and or. And or uh, is a great thing that they put in there for you. It really um, gives you a ton of freedom. It allows you to write about any of those three um, uh, topics there, economic, political, or social. Um, but it also gives you the freedom to just do one of them if you only know one or just do two of them. Um, so you're not really you know, forced to write about anything that you don't want to write about. And if you want to write about more things uh, that you have in your head and you want to get down, you can do that as well. Uh, so you don't have to pick and choose. Um, just to break down those terms a little bit for you. So economic, uh, with that we're talking about money. Uh, how do people in the north versus people in the south how do they make money? What kinds of jobs or, or industries are they in? Political, this is anything dealing with uh, laws, uh, politics, politicians, um, you know, their interactions with the government and feelings about the government. And then finally, social differences. Uh, that refers to just the type of people uh, that are in the North or the South, their, uh, their values, their morals, um, uh, you know, how they act socially, where they live, how they live, things like that. So again, if you know um, a good bit or even a little bit about all three of those things, you have the freedom to write about them. Uh, if you're completely dumbfounded, completely stuck uh, about one of them, you can totally feel free to leave it out. Uh, the and or gives you that freedom. Um, so how I might set this up, I'm looking at it myself, and you have a lot of free space underneath here. You can uh, go ahead and do this right now even if you wanted to, um, if you have the paper with you. Um, there's those three aspects there economic, political, and social. I might make three columns as an organizer and and uh, say I'm going to do three body paragraphs. You know, I'll write about uh, my first paragraph might be about the economy. And I'll write in there the differences between the economy of the North and the South in that same paragraph. And then I'll have one about the political. So I'll write about uh, different laws in the North and South in that paragraph. And then same thing for social. I'll have a social paragraph and I'll write about uh, how society is different and how uh, the way people live are different in the North and the South. Uh, you could also, uh, if you don't want to do that, you can set it up into two body paragraphs. Uh, one being all about the North. So do the economic, political, and social um, you know, aspects of the North, discuss those, and then discuss the economic, political, and social aspects of the South in your second body paragraph. Um, either one is fine. Um, you just need a way to, to keep your writing organized. Um, and coherent. Obviously, you're going to have DBQ documents to go along with this. You don't have those ahead of time. Uh, so you're not sure what information is going to be there and what's not. Um, so, you know, what's going to count as outside info. You don't know that ahead of time. Um, but just keep it in mind of what things you should be including. All right. And this is what uh, folks, you know, logging on here, I think are looking for uh, from me to give them some tips about. Um, <clears throat> so first, to start with the economic. You know, how North and South are different. You want to go as far back in history as possible uh, to give the background and to write about as much as possible to lead up to the topic. So you can go all the way back to the colonies. You can go all the way back to the first settlements in the geography and climate uh, of the North and of the South and start right there. Um, you know, so talk about how the North um, is cold. It's got rocky soil. Um, it's not great for farming and planting. 
Um, and so because of that, uh, people up there uh, for their economy have to either um, turn their attention towards the seas, you know, by fishing, uh, shipbuilding, trade, or by uh, industry, you know, making things uh, because they can't make a living uh, off the land, all right, because the climate and geography uh, won't allow it. Um, and on the other side is the south. The south is warm, humid uh, climate, flat land, fertile soil. Uh, because of that, they're able to develop an agricultural economy. And as that economy grows into bigger and bigger farms and plantations, um, they're going to bring in slave labor to do that work on those larger and larger plantations. Um, so there's kind of the connection of the old you know, geography unit from way back in September um, and bringing it right up to what we're talking about now. Um, so that's the economics of it. Uh, political, uh, politically, kind of the laws here. Um, you know, one major law that we talked about was the Fugitive Slave Act, um, but that's right before the Civil War. That's 1850. Um, so we want to go back a little bit and talk about how we got there, right? You don't want to, you know, start a movie 45 minutes into it, right? You want to, you know, start at the beginning and work your way um, to that part. You know, so how can we go backwards? Um, you know, if you if you think about it, work your way backwards, the Fugitive Slave Act happens with the Compromise of 1850, uh, with California uh, joins the Union as a free state, um, and pro-slavery folks get the Fugitive Slave Act. Um, let's talk about the expansion there. You know, how do we go from those 13 colonies that we talked about um, for the geography to acquiring California as a free state? There's a lot that happens in between there, um, and you can use uh, this section to, to write about that. All right. If you have knowledge of it, don't leave it in your head. Put it into the essay and get credit for it. Um, so talk about expanding westward. You know, it's beginning with the Louisiana Purchase. Um, we continue to expand westward um, to fulfill our manifest destiny. You know, throw in terms like that. Um, you know, eventually acquiring territory in the Northwest and and with war with Mexico, we acquire the Mexican Cession. Um, you know, all those things put it in. Um, but even before that. Um, to go back a little bit, um, the Missouri Compromise is going to come next, so after Louisiana Purchase uh, in 1820. Um, so explain what that is. Um, you know, simply, you know, Missouri comes in as a slave state. Maine comes in as a free state. Uh, that line is drawn, the 3630 line is drawn horizontally uh, across the United States, um, establishing no slavery in the territories above the line, Slavery in the territories below the line. Uh, that's where you see one of those sectional differences. Uh, you know, show up for the first time for us um, in our learning, which was a few weeks ago, uh, and in 1820 uh, historically. Uh, so mention that. And then the, the next compromise is going to come with the Compromise of 1850 and explain how that Missouri Compromise line, right, if you picture it, you know, stretching west across the country, uh, it's going to run into California. And California is neither above or below the line. It splits it right in the middle. So uh, a new compromise is going to have to get made. Is it a slave state or free state? Um, and we outlined that a few minutes ago, right? So California is going to be a free state. And in exchange, uh, the, the slave owners in the South uh, and the pro-slave states, they're going to get the Fugitive Slave Act. All right, so we're, we're creeping closer to the Civil War here, right? We're in 1850. Uh, the Fugitive Slave Act, talk about that. Um, we did a lot of work with the Fugitive Slave Act, talk about um, the specific stories of people, you know, Harriet Tubman, the Underground Railroad, uh, talk about uh, Solomon Northrup, 
uh, the man from the 12 Years a Slave uh, film and documents that we saw and looked at. Um, you know how so free people can even get taken down south. Uh, mention those reward posters that we saw uh, that the slave owners put out for the runaway slaves. Um, and, and explain that. And then go to the next step and explain how that really upsets the north. Uh, you know, northerners are seeing people, you know, taken down south from their communities, you know, like Solomon Northrop. Um, and talk about Harriet Beecher Stowe writing her book, Uncle Tom's Cab. And we saw a very quick uh, clip about that. We'll do that more when we get back from break. Um, you know, but maybe mention that, that, you know, uh, it's publicized and it makes the northerners uh, really upset at the south. And, and it makes slavery this moral issue and moral difference between north and south, um, this Fugitive Slave Act. Um, you know, so mention, you know, there's a ton of stuff to do there. Um, and then finally, uh, if you want to get to the social aspect of it as well, um, how Northerners and Southerners um, just kind of live differently um, in general. Uh, so the North, you know, because they're more manufacturing-based, people live closer together um, in cities and towns. Uh, where the South is more rural, more spread out because of the farmland. Um, you know, so you can mention those kinds of things. Um, so really, that's that's what we're looking for. Um, there's no real after for this one. You know, usually we talk about those three dots and, and they generally ask you, you lead up to an event, the event itself, and then the aftermath or the effect of an event, the afterwards. Uh, this one doesn't really have one. Um, just the task it tells you, um, it says that eventually led to the Civil War. So the Civil War is kind of like the hard ending for this one, the hard stop. Um, and even up in the historical context, it gives you that date range between 1800 and 1860. So again, 1860 is the hard stop there. Um, and, and one thing actually I left off now that I'm seeing the date here, uh, I'm sorry, we can go back. Um, uh, the final thing we did in class, the final content piece that we did, uh, the Dred Scott case. Um, so talk, talk about that. Remember the, the play we reenacted, um, discuss the, the effects of that, the impact of the case, the decision, uh, where African-Americans are no longer considered citizens, uh, slaves are considered property and Congress is not allowed to outlaw slavery in the territories. So it means slavery is uh, basically allowed anywhere in the territories. Slave owners can bring their slaves as far north as they want. Something that further upsets the South. Uh, this happens in 1857, uh, this court decision. You know, so we're seven years past the Fugitive Slave Act, uh, but we're just three years away from the, the Civil War starting. Uh, so, you know, sorry to go back there a little bit uh, with the Dred Scott, but, um, you know, what, what I just did there, actually, I didn't really plan on it, but um, it's, it's a good lesson for you of why you should plan out and organize your writing before you start writing. You know, if I was writing this stuff down, uh, you know, furiously writing it down in my paragraphs about my essay, um, I would have been done with my social, um, you know, paragraph here already. And then, you know, oh no, you know, Dred Scott pops into my head and I got to, you know, draw a line or, or cross stuff out. Um, you know, so that's, I kind of acted out an accident there, a good lesson for you guys, why you want to get all your information down on paper first. Um, you know, in some sort of an organizer, you know, dump everything out of your head um, and then uh, gives you time to, you know, square everything away. Um, you know, so that's that's it. That's kind of the meat of it. Um, you're going to want to put in an intro and a conclusion on there also. Um, the basic intro, we, we outlined or walked through how to do that a few weeks ago um, with your practice DBQs. Um, start with those three magic words if you get stuck. There were many. Um, you know, so for this one, I'd probably start, there were many. 
economic, political, and social differences between the North and South led to the Civil War. Um, you know, and then continue on with my intro. Uh, and then the conclusion will look um, quite similar. Uh, so no, you know, we're not going to ding you too much for either of those things. Um, uh, last thing, remember to cite your documents. Um, once you get the documents um, on Wednesday um, with simple citations, um, and use as much outside info as possible and, uh, and write as much as possible. Um, so hopefully this helped you out. Um, again, feel free to listen to it a couple times or, you know, stop and pause and, and write things down. Um, but uh, again, you taking a step to uh, listen to this episode and, and even the previous two episodes um, is a huge, um, is a huge thing for you. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and spells good things, all right, that um, you're taking advantage and using your free time to do really well. So I encourage you to keep doing that. Uh, look things over. Um, I'm assigned to be in the library on Tuesday afternoon from 12.15 to 2.15 for any students who want to come in and get uh, prep uh, before the midterm on Wednesday. So uh, certainly feel free to stop in then with any questions or any specific things that you want to work on. Uh, Spread the word about it. Bring some people with you. Um, You know, make a day of it. Uh, But again, we're there to help and uh, provide as much uh, as we can to help you out. Um, uh, Thank you very much for listening again. Uh, good luck. Enjoy the weekend. Good luck with the rest of the, your midterms. I know you guys got a ton of stuff. You're really loaded up. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm glad to help you out here uh, as much as possible. Uh, so with that, uh, enjoy the good uh, long weekend. Um, and uh, we'll see you perhaps on Tuesday afternoon. Goodbye. You've enjoyed this look back into the week that was in U.S. history. The goal, as always, is to be enlightened. If not enlightened, at least entertained. And if not entertained, at least not annoyed. Now go grab that PS4 or Xbox, jump on Snap, Twitter, or Insta, and keep those freaks alive. While there, follow Mr. P on Twitter at Mr. P underscore Newark. And remember, this isn't just his story or her story, it's your story too.